Hey everybody, it's Mike and I am back with another episode of Men's Talk. It is Friday, September 25th. Over the past couple of days, I was quite upset with Mr. Daniel Cameron. Uh, and the reason why I'm upset with Mr. Daniel Cameron is because on Wednesday, September 23rd, we were given the out what would be the outcome of the investigation on Miss Brianna Taylor's case and why why three officers are walking free with no issue uh, whatsoever. One of the officers actually was charged with wanting endangerment, but that wanting endangerment charge was based off of him shooting bullets into a neighboring apartment. Now, for the three officers being charged with the murder of Miss Brianna Taylor, uh, that was my issue because there was no talk of that happening. And so if you're not familiar with this case, um, please, by all means, look it up. One of my great sources that I looked up uh, was from ABC News, uh, which kind of gives you a detailed timeline about how this was happening. But let me just give you a little quick overall of the night that Miss Brianna Taylor was um, murdered. Uh, March 12th, uh, a no a no knock search warrant was uh, issued looking for Miss Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend, uh, Jamarcus Glover. Uh, who's supposedly a known drug dealer. On the early minutes of March 13th, Miss Brianna Taylor's um, and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were asleep in their home. When there were knocks at the front door, um, no one answered. So the, bat the, poli the three police officers used a battering ram to force, their do force the door open, uh, where they were met with gunfire. Uh, one of the officers, Mattingly, was shot in the leg. Uh, the officers returned fire blindly. About 24 sh 25 shots went into that apartment. Also, there were shots that went into a neighboring apartment as well where a five-year-old was asleep. Uh, eight bullets hit Miss Brianna Taylor, killing her. Uh, Mr. Walker was taken. Mr. Walker was taken into custody and charged with attempted murder of a police officer, which is a capital crime. On March 26th, I believe, March 26th, Mr. Um, Walker, Kenneth Walker, was released, uh, stating that he had committed no crime. Yes, March 26th. He was released stating that he he, he committed no crime. Uh, Judge Stevenson had released him. And so there was issues surrounding that of, like, why was he released? Well, my issue is, why was he ever charged? Uh, Mr. Kenneth Walker is a licensed gun owner. He did own the gun that he shot. Uh, he has a CCW, so he was licensed to have carried that gun uh, concealed or to have it in his home as well. But he was also most definitely able to have it in his home. Uh, and he exercised the castle doctrine. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but that's pretty much saying somebody breaks into your home. You have the right to defend yourself by any means. Now. I think that should have been taken into play here. And especially when we when you look at this case, you know, um, but also what was not taken into play was a innocent woman was killed. If they had shot Mr. Madeline, I feel like that would have been more justified than an innocent person being in the house being killed. But the crazy thing is that. Mr. Mattingly, um, officer, the officer detective Mattingly, 
was charged with wanton endangerment. Now, he was charged with wanton endangerment because his bullets went into a neighboring apartment where a five-year-old was sleeping. Now, I don't say that he should not have been charged with that because he most definitely should have been charged with that. But I'm trying to figure out why not one of those officers were charged with Miss Breonna Taylor's death. Now, Miss Breonna Taylor's family won a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Louisville uh, worth $12 million. And some people are upset about that because they're saying that, you know, that's taxpayer money. And indeed, they should be. That is taxpayer money. The police officers are not paying for this. The police officers union is not paying for this. So, yes, these are this is taxpayer money. Now, me being me knowing uh, insurance when it comes to municipalities, I'm pretty sure they had an umbrella company where the city probably paid out a deductible, maybe one to two million, maybe more. And then the umbrella company um, covered the rest of it. Now, when it comes to to that when i heard that they were uh had had a settlement in this case i kind of knew that most definitely this was probably not going to be a case where we get a, a get a a a, um, a court room decision um just because yeah when when you settle a wrongful death lawsuit out of court and it never makes it there that means something's going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing. Then I will say in this wrongful death lawsuit uh, that they did kind of, you know, make some things for other people as well. Uh, they did the way with the no knock warrants. They made it to where EMTs now have to be on the scene of these warrants being served. So they have to be at least a block away. So if any call comes in of somebody being injured or somebody being hurt, they will most definitely be on the scene and be there to, uh, to fully assist with anything that's going on. Uh, so I thought that was pretty nice. Um, and captains now have to sign off on warrants. So now they are held liable if anything goes wrong. Now, I haven't read the whole warrant, but uh, some things that kind of stood out to me that was that they were looking for guns, drugs, and technology that was connecting Mr. Glover to Breonna Taylor's house and drugs. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of uh, kind of crazy to me that these things would you would look for these things, but you haven't really reason for this to happen. Uh, Mr. Maddenly, Mr. Madden, I'm sorry, Mr. Glover was also taken into custody minutes before they busted into the door of uh, Miss Brianna Taylor and Mr. Kenneth Walker. So with that said, I just want to say that Miss Brianna Taylor, you will get justice. Okay, there's a lot of people out here fighting for you, a lot of people putting forth effort to make sure that you and your family get justice and justice is served. Moving on, I have a new segment I like to call Political Referee. And well, up in that political referee is Mr. Daniel J. Cameron. Mr. Daniel J. Cameron is the um, general, I'm sorry, the um, attorney general for Kentucky. If you don't know who Mr. Daniel J. Cameron is, he's the one that got up on the stage and told us that these officers would not be charged. And one of the officers would be charged because he shot into a neighboring apartment hitting nothing but wall. Uh, so, yes, I'm sorry. He shot through the window of the neighboring apartment hitting nothing but wall. Uh, so 
So this segment called Political Referee, and in this segment, I am going to be throwing out the flags and calling technicals on uh, political figures. So, hey, (laughs) Uh, I got a little tongue tied there. It's crazy. (laughs) So, Mr. Daniel Cameron, I'm sorry, but I got to throw the flag on the play, sir. Uh, And I'm calling you out for a fragrant file because, hell, this needs to be addressed. If you don't know who Daniel Cameron is, please, by all means, check out his Instagram page. It is Daniel J. Cameron. Please spell out J. J. A. Y. Uh, Daniel J. Cameron. Please check out his Instagram page. There's a little backstory about Mr. Cameron, too. He's uh, the attorney general of Kentucky. He's the first black attorney general. He is from the Republican Party. He was endorsed by our celebrity in chief, Donald Trump. Uh, he became the attorney general on December 17th, 2019, after Andy Beshear signed him in. Mr. Andy Beshear won uh, the governor's race of Kentucky and wanted to take some time off for his family. So he signed an executive order signing him in as acting um, attorney general at the time. And so, bam, fast forward, we get him here. So uh, here's one of the uh, here's a couple of things that I want to call Mr. Daniel Cameron out on. On this flagrant file. First off, sir, uh, in your words, <laughs> uh, this is a little. This is this is crazy because not me me saying this. So, in your words, you're saying that three officers that killed Miss Brianna Taylor's use of force was justified. I would really want to know how it is justified for you to break into someone's home, sh- break into someone's home, and when they shoot you or shoot at you, you feel it's justified that. Your officers can now shoot back and kill anyone in that home. People that didn't even have anything to do with the shooting, right? She was just sleeping in her home. She wasn't the one that shot back, but you said it's justified. I would really like to know how that's justifiable, okay? Because that's something you didn't answer for us. Um, when you were asked, uh, was it, was why are the officers not being charged criminally, You had the nerve to tell us a damn story about if your mother was put in this position. Sir, we don't care if your mother was put in this position because that's not happening. Hypothetically, yes, we probably would care. But right now, this is not a time to hypothetically. We're living in real life, and I don't think you understand that. See, what you don't understand is this is really happening to black and brown people, and we're upset about it. And you're not seeing it because you don't want to see it. If you don't believe me, check out your Instagram page. There's not really a lot of black and brown people on there shaking your hand. And the one picture that I did see black and brown people shaking your hand was for a black history museum in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Huh. Thirdly, um, you're too far removed from the black community. Once again, I have to refer back to your Instagram page. It shows nothing but the people that voted for you, your party, your political figures. And so once again, I have to say to the people for the people that look up to you, because you are the first black attorney general, you have to understand that there's little black boys and little black girls out there and little brown boys and little brown girls out there that look up to you because you look like them. Your skin is just as dark as ours. But you don't take notice to them, nor do you take notice to the stories that are happening to them, because once again, you don't care. So to get up on that stage and to talk about, you know, those things happening and say that it was justified for Miss Brianna Taylor to be shot and killed by your officers 
it's pretty messed up. You know, it's showing how disproportionately black and brown people do not get justice for the crimes committed against them. Um, like their white counterparts. We don't at all. It's a little upsetting to see, to hear you say that. I mean, to hear you say those words is saying it was justifiable. Um, there's a saying out there that says all skin folk ain't kin folk. And I'm telling you, sir, you're not feeling really kin folk right now because you're so far removed from our community. You don't see the issues. You don't want to hear about the issues because the issues don't reflect you. So, Mr. Daniel Cameron, when it comes time to vote you out, you most definitely be sure that we will stand up and get you out of there because we're going to remember what happened on September 23rd when you stood on that podium and you said that those officers were justified in a murder of a young black woman named Breonna Taylor. So please, by all means, do not think this will go away. This is why I am giving you a flag on the play. This has been my segment, Political Referee. If you like that segment, please let me know. In closing, I would like to say this. It was very distasteful to hear that Ms. Breonna Taylor's murderers um, were not being accused of her murder, were not being brought up on charges of her murder. It was very distasteful to even find out that this was the 25th, I'm sorry, the 65th year of Emmett Till's murderers being acquitted of the crime that they committed against him. And so I just want to say this. With 65 years gone by since his murderers were acquitted and then years later to find out that the young lady that um, made those allegations against him falsified everything and was in cahoots with his murderers just goes to show 65 years later, they still give a damn about us. They still don't give a damn about us. And we have to fight for every ounce of our justifications to show that even when they are wrong and in the wrong, we still have to go above and beyond to show that we were hurt and we were murdered and we demand justice and we deserve justice. 65 years from his murderers being acquitted. And Miss Breonna Taylor is in that same position of her murderers walking free. This is Mike with another episode of Men's Talk. Once again, if you like Men's Talk, please like, comment, subscribe, reach out to me. I'm always open to talking and having a discussion. This is Friday, September 25th, and this is Men's Talk. Have a good night.